Hey everyone, this is Caleb here from In the Mood for Real History. Now before you get started with this episode, if you haven't heard, I want to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, so let me explain it to you. First off, being on a teacher's salary, I love that it is free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Hey, you snowflakes. This is In the Mood. Where we change your perspective one episode at a time. All right, all right, all right. So let's talk about this debate tonight. The first presidential debate between Donald Twitterfingers Trump and... Sleepy Joe Biden. Holy shit. If you thought fucking watching or trying to run a marathon is a fucking challenge, ladies and gentlemen, this was about like a UFC fight. I literally felt like it was a reunion show of like Housewives of Atlanta or some, uh, what is it, uh, 90 Day Fiance. It was the battle of the stutters and the talking overs. I swear, it was literally like watching 90 Day Fiance reunion shows, but uh, Chris Wallace was a 10 times worse moderator. But anyway, and you know what? It just seems like the like the fucking moderator would just let them finish instead of uh, Mr. President, Mr. Vice President. Like, shut the fuck up and let them. Actually no, he had no ability to control them he at sucked. all. He had no ability to control them at all. And since he is a Fox News reporter, right? I mean that does fit pretty well. Um, I'm just proud that he called out Trump as much as he did. He finally was just like, if you, I. I wish Joe Biden would just look at Donald Trump square in the face and just say, would you shut the fuck up? Like, I would gain so much more respect for him if he'd just say that. But anyway, so we're just going to go through and give our analysis of each of the topics See, t- talked about is, tonight. six topics, and, and we're going in particular, we're feeling a little sassy tonight and going in number order. Oh, this, yeah. is a, this is a big episode. You I'm going to try to actually not go too off the rails, but you know, you never know. Yeah, exactly. So the first topic we have, what they were discussing, not in chronological order, obviously, but in our order. Because who could really keep up with them? Not I. We have the environment. Now, this is where, in my opinion, both presidents fucked, royally fucked up. Do you really? I think so. I think that Joe Biden, like... Number one, he should have owned up to the fucking Green New Deal. Like now, that I will give you that he he described the Green New Deal, and then he even said originally that he would support he supports it. it. And then he says, "No, uh, I support the Biden deal." But and first off, the fucker didn't even go in any in depth on what the Biden deal is. No, I mean he, he said it's just a cheap version. Well, he did say he did go into talking about how he would weatherize what was it five million homes. He would uh, Cre- create many millions of green jobs he would talk about being what is it uh energy uh, efficient 
Yeah, and actually, what is it, by 2035 and then net zero carbon by 2050, something like that. So, I mean, he gave pretty detailed. Yeah, yeah, it'd be all it, like he wants to switch like the auto industry towards like 2035 be completely. And that's yeah. also in California there. Yeah, and give tax incentives to businesses and people who would go with these programs, which that's great. But, I mean, he's almost, he's he's moving slowly, close somewhat to the Green New Deal. Why not just own up to the Green New Deal? And he's making such a huge difference between him and the Green New Deal that he's just pushing away progressives that support the Green New Deal. He's hurting a significant portion of his voting elect. Uh, let's be honest. If we're if we're being real here, you're you're moderate in this election. As crazy it sounds, would most likely go to Donald Trump. You're moderates. That's either that's in the middle, either or. Well, I mean, but Joe Biden's a moderate. Exactly. But Donald Trump is you he's know making I mean? him out to be it's a, just like voting it's like pretty much this election you're voting voting for Republicans either way like, yeah in a sense just one's a little bit less of a Republican like it was literally watching two old man Herberts up there arguing tonight but it was like literally you Shout literally out Joe Biden joke <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like he both of them were watching two Republicans argue back and forth tonight it was it was hard. It was hard to watch. So from Trump's perspective, how is it you think he responded about the environment? Well, he came out and said, well, yeah, I believe in global warming. Yeah. But to his base and to all Republicans, he's like, it's a myth. It's a myth. So which one is it? But Make he also mind. said that he wants to like, I want to have clean water. I want to have clean air. Okay, where well, your actions do say completely different. Exactly. You're, you're deregulating businesses. You know, and the fact that you're 100% supporting fossil fuel industries, which is yes. the definition of greenhouse gas. That's that's the whole fucking point. You're supporting the fossil fuel industry. You're supporting expanding fracking. You're expanding drilling. coal. Yeah, and all of that. You're all of your actions are completely the opposite. You're of, walking back on what you're fucking saying. Is what yeah. You are. Yeah, and and for all the people out there, like number one, I got problems with Donald Trump and Joe Biden, so I, I'm yeah. not hopping on. Four people come at us, and it's like, I, you know, you don't have to be a genius to know where I lean in this. But, but on the other hand, on the other hand, I'm a little, little more hidden a little bit. I don't like either. I'm sorry. Right, but at the same the time, I'm I'm disgusted with the fact that we're the greatest country on earth supposedly, and this is what we've got to choose between. Two naggy old fucks. Literally. It's like watching two old men spit at each other and and claim who's the who plays the loudest music. It's like they're just they can't decide. It's it's horrible. You know what it is? It's a shout out to the Democratic Party to wake the fuck up. Literally. I would rather see the old Bernie yelling and almost having a heart he literally had a heart attack over the Green New Deal trying to get people to see it. And he it's just I would rather see him yelling at Donald Trump. He would rip Donald Trump a new so, asshole. My thing is, though, what in the world is it that leads up to how he handled the corona? Like, that to me, that whole subject was, mm-hmm. I think that Donald Trump completely muffed it. Like, he, that was a fumble and a half. Oh, yeah. And, um, I mean, just with the, with the Rona, he didn't really have any defense. And that's where Joe Biden needed to go ham and he, at him. I will say he he, he was up, when he, he would pretty good. when he would stay on topic and not ramble. Yes, he did great. Because you know how in, you silence in regards Donald, to going, you silence Donald Trump by fucking pointing facts at him and continuously talking over his talking. 
Because exactly. he, like you said, he fucking rambles and mumbles and bumbles. You exactly. can't understand what he says half the time because he's talking over people. Exactly. When he stays on, on talking points and, you know, actually staying on task, then he does pretty good. So one thing I've noticed is uh, this was a real game changer for me that I mentioned to you. Biden made it personal with Donald Trump when he started talking about the chair at home. He said, you know, your family members, you see who's missing from that chair. Every time you go to eat dinner, who's missing from the chair? All of us have it. All of us have that moment where you walk in and you don't have that family member there because of the coronavirus. Because nine times out of ten, you probably know somebody or or Mm -hmm. have heard of someone that has contracted the virus. And he said, this is because we have trusted people that have no idea what they're talking about with the Trump plan instead of trusting science. We have not trusted science. We've trusted a man who is more worried about keeping the economy going than people's lives. I mean, that plan also backfired as well. Mm-hmm. So regarding the corona, let's go ahead and just nip it in the bud here. How, how do you think Donald Trump has handled such virus the way he was talking tonight? Shit, well, he, he shit the bed to begin with, and he shit the bed tonight when it came to responses. Because like you said, when Joe Biden would stay on message— and hit him with facts, Donald Trump was silent. And we'll talk about that throughout the night that happened. And then it's like when Joe Biden would slip up or start rambling, that's when Donald Trump was able to slither in. He just mumbled something. And he would just, he was just like, he was like a yapping dog. He was just nagging. And it's like, you can't get a word in edgewise. And it's just, you're supposed to be the president. You're not acting presidential. But then Trump would go on and see another time when, Biden was on on point. He contradicted his own CDC heads and, you know, the own Rona task force about vaccines. He would con- contradict completely what they were saying and say, oh, they're wrong. And he started out by saying, uh, 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 well, no, you know, what pisses me off is whenever they say, oh, well, Donald Trump, t- oh, it's just a political ploy. They're going to open November 4th or 5th. Yeah, he's, the day after. exactly. And he's the one that's playing politics with the vaccine saying, well, there's going to be a vaccine before the election. And then tonight he's walking it back and saying, well, they'll make a decision on the vaccine before the election. So it's like you're making these huge grand promises, but then when you're called on it, you have nothing to back it up with. That is Trump in a nutshell. We'll have have the virus. We'll have the vaccine soon. Yeah, soon, soon. Okay, when soon? Exactly. What's your version of soon? Describe me soon. The next month, the next year, the next decade, what? You know, Biden actually gave an actual plan for reopening the schools and the economy. He talked about plans of providing PPE, providing uh, funds for public schools to reopen, for schools in general to reopen, for businesses to safely reopen. And Donald Trump said absolutely nothing. He said, you know what? what we just had to keep the, the, the economy is the best. I've had, my, my cabinet has made the, the economy and, the best it's been in years and no better than any other president ever. Okay, that's great. If that's what you believe, but also that's not talking and taking into consideration the people that are making that economy. Well, great. what about the what about the excuse that people say that oh well no no presidents had ever had to deal with a a, a pandemic the corona this is the once in a Woodrow lifetime. Wilson dealt with the Spanish flu of 1917. I mean, what what was his actions of that 25 time? million Americans died of the flu. That's what I'm saying. How did he? What did he do to pass? combat that though. He, he sent the nation into a quarantine. People were forced to wear masks. There was a nationwide mask mandate. So yeah. And this was before the technology that we have today. So yeah. yeah. That was back then when people 
could die like tuberculosis if I can yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this was also right at the end of World War One too, which Woodrow Wilson was shit for a president, but the handling AD sure did a mass mandate. Yeah. So I mean, it's just, and then the final thing I really wanted to touch on was uh, Trump and mask tonight because he came out and said, "I'm all for mask. I'm all for mask," and you know. This completely contradicts everything the, no, yeah, he said and done. It, but let me tell you this though: What about whenever he was he was saying, "Oh, well, Joe always wears his mask, even if he's two hundred feet away, he's going to have his mask on." That is what you should it's do. Called being responsible. And this is what it comes down to: Okay, you either wear your mask all the time and you help save people's lives, or if at the end of the day people are wrong about it and you've worn a mask, what has it done to you? You need help contain something. Some or, sort of or you've you've, you've committed an act for someone other than yourself is that called unselfishness being unselfish and not just being individualistic it's almost like the collective good but that's you know communism anyway so how is it you say that joe biden what like how did you approve of his plan on how he would deal with the Rona? well yeah like he talked about he he talked about how to safely reopen schools and safely reopen the economy and he talked about how if we would have followed fauci's and the cdc's guidelines of just wearing a mask for three weeks we could have the coronavirus under control within three weeks if people would just wear a mask. And he talked about how the amount of deaths could have been cut down by twenty to 30,000, I believe he said, if it, people would just wear masks. That's 30,000 people that would still be alive. We could have had this and, and under control. You did control. mention the chair thing earlier. What, what yeah. was it? Not your... He talked about you know how he – it was a game changer for me, like I mentioned, how those all those seats are empty. Because of not of, listening to of not obeying the virus. Yeah, they thought that the virus was, as Trump said, a liberal hoax, and you know, two hundred five thousand people are now dead within eight months. So speaking of uh, hoaxes and everything, we're, let's let's talk about like we're going to introduce the topic of race and the BLM movement about it being a hoax or Antifa and all that shit. Okay, how, so how, let's clarify some things first. What does Antifa stands for? Do you know? Uh, it's anti-fascist. Yes, anti-fascist, which means you are against fascism. Fascism being Hitler was a fascist. It means making out like your government and your this leader of the government is a god almost, and your country is a god. And you is that just called? What's the difference? What's the what's the difference between being proud of your country versus mm -hmm. taking it over for it? I'm proud of my country. How, um, how is it? But people, what, what do you do in order to support your? When you become nationalistic about na like a nationalist nationalism, you worship your country like it doesn't make any mistakes. Like throughout our history, we have like never the done. Civil War was yeah yeah. Well, it was like a necessary yeah. evil. Slavery was a necessary evil. No, slavery was not necessary. Well, slavery has also been around since at the beginning of time too. Okay, since it, when has it ever been necessary? Been right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, being a nationalist means you don't see anything wrong with our country. Our country has never done anything wrong in a nationalist eyes. So slavery, so the wiping out of the Native Americans, so Tears, yes, yes. Uh, well, that's just one instance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, one, one of, of many instances. A hundred million natives were killed from the time of the first European settlers that became the United States, and the 1870 or 1890s with the ending of uh, the Indian Wars. 
uh, or the Japanese internment during World War II, Japanese citizens were put into concentration camps here in the United States. And that is that like what you consider that's racist. That's, yes, that's, that's racist. That is sec, like pointing out that one section of people. they are segregating and containing a group of people strictly because of where they came from. So and, I mean, and they thought that oh, just because you're Japanese, you want to kill Americans too. Right. So that's nationalism in a nutshell. So define talking about race and Antifa, they are against fascism. And what is it Donald Trump was saying about them? He said that they're a terrorist organization. What have they done? And also, well, let's let's go into the uh, the fact about the Charlotte whole like the whole Charlotte situation and what Joe Biden what his response was to that and Donald Trump's as well on how he didn't necessarily confirm that they were bad people. What, what, what's the deal? Yeah, so they were asking about the Charlottesville riot, and Trump said there are good people on both sides. And he did not, and did he not deny it? Or he said, he, you, he didn't, said you need to listen to the whole quote. I've listened to the whole quote. That's all he says. Is they're good, there's good people on both sides. No. You cannot say a the whole rally was a group of neo-Nazi confederates that were chanting blood and soil, meaning that, that we won't let the Jews take over and wanting to go back to the days of the Confederacy. There's, those are not good people. Well, what about to the people that say, well, you know what, the people in Portland or the people in Seattle aren't good people who's causing riots. Okay, so recent study completed. 93% of all the protests that have happened since George Floyd has died have been peaceful protests. Seven percent have been quote quote violent, but my point is, of those percentages, how many of those, as you say, air quotes, violent protests were instigated by white supremacists? Meaning they walked in, start a fight, and then it's labeled violent protest. Okay, but then I'm going to counteract you okay. with this. What about the fact that the most recent video on YouTube uh, is about like the BLM trying to tell them, interrupting their dinner and forcing them to submit to say Black Lives Matter and completely trying to just add on fights. Okay, so one single example and, but of a then, small but then also a tiny, the, minute percentage. But then the, also the people are going to say, well, that you're just making a one instance about white people too, whenever, you know, they both sides are doing the same thing. There's a difference it. between on the left, they're fighting against racism, they're fighting for equality, but, they're but fighting, hold on, but, they're but fighting to end them, police brutality. That is the entire movement that's happening. Yeah, on the right, can't. on the right, they are complete white supremacists. That is what they are arguing for. Yeah, but they're not fighting for. Them. They're not arguing for equality. They're not arguing about police brutality. They're not even a, a, acknowledging it. Just like Trump, they are not acknowledging that there are si systemic, systemic, excuse me, racism in this country. It is ingrained in our society. But not every person is. And not every city is systemically racist. They're not saying that. That's, but, but when you acknowledge it, you pretty much are saying that, oh, well, the fact that, that we have an issue that we need to solve as a country. That's what they're saying. If you acknowledge that there is systemic racism, you are acknowledging that there are issues in our country that we must acknowledge and fight against together. Yes, but not all cities are like that, though, is what people are trying to say. You know, that's. So we should ignore all those other cities? No, no I not, thought all lives mattered. No, no, I thought no, all lives mattered. No, but you can't just, like, like you said, ignore all the other cities. Though. What, what, what sense does that make? You have to tend right. to your own. Exactly. I believe uh, a quote from the Bible talks about 
I don't care. Jesus said, I don't care about the 99. I care about that one bit that's out there lost. So shouldn't we want to help those cities that are suffering from systemic racism? Because wasn't Jesus against, wouldn't you say Jesus would be against racism if he taught us to love everyone as thyself? And, uh, you know, newsflash for people. Um, is Jesus, is he a, your average uh, white guy across the street? Well, yeah, he, he wrapped himself in the American flag. No, he was a Middle Eastern Jew. A Middle Eastern, a olive-complected skin. Yes. Not? Dark-complected not, skin. Not. He would look more like a Muslim terrorist today. That you than... get scared at in the airport. Yes. The, yes, <laughs> literally. So that's what I love. But that's what I love seeing in church. You see all these pictures of white Jesus. Like, no. Okay, okay, but be honest. No offense, but like, I look don't up the see, word Eurocentrism. Exactly. That's what it is. I, look, look, look. I don't see Jesus as white or black. I see him as Middle Eastern. I'm not not yeah. being racist, but I like. Well, that's not being racist. That's just being truthful. Yeah, like I don't see like anytime I see a, I think of a black Jesus, I'm like, eh, or a but white Jesus. Honestly, like, though, eh. there is a better chance of Jesus have, having been black than there is a Jesus being white. Because if Jesus was white, his he would have been born in. Russia, Serbia, like right. like the like the Viking, you know, type, right Viking-esque. there, where he was allegedly born, Iraq and Iran, right? Well, no, he was born in no, where no, Israel no. and oh, all that no. is, yeah, 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 and that's literally right across the sea from Africa. Yeah, and and so, if you get technical, Moses was in Egypt, right? So why wouldn't Moses be black? Is everybody? Hold on, listen. Ah. This is a point. This is a good point. Every single person in Africa is black except for Egypt. How does that make any sense? Every single nation is... Think about it, though. Why would every single... Why would every... Why would every single uh, nation in in Africa be black except for Egypt? Where did the Israelites come from? Come out of with Moses? Egypt. Okay, my point. So, it's just I, an interesting it's, it's thought to, to think, think about. on. It is. Like, I'm going to be honest. I mean... Because if you look at Mo Salah for the, uh, he's Liverpool. He's not black. He's he's of olive complexion, mm-hmm. and he's from Egypt. You know, he's not. And also, there are black people from Egypt. Like it, it's all different nationalities. So it's just something interesting one, to think so about. So you think Egypt's like a big ass melting pot in a sense? I mean, and it's it's not like the Congo or some shit where it is majority of dark skin complected and not olive. You know what I mean? Or Middle Eastern. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not claiming to be an expert on it. It's just something interesting to think about. Yeah, you know, that never gets discussed. It's just something interesting. You know, you always hear, why would Egypt, the country of Egypt, as they look today, why would, it's stupid to say that back then that all of Africa would be of African descent except Egypt. That makes absolutely no sense. But anyway. Would you say the Egyptians were white or all about, you know, how do black. we know? How do we know? All that we're told is from stories passed and down drawings. in the Bible. And but I mean, what, how do you know people would just mis- purposely lie about drawings? Cause, exactly. Because the drawings were symbolism. They did mean stuff. So yeah. I mean, it's not like they were bullshitting. Right. So leading on to the next one, they were – Joe Biden was bringing up the whole oh, – I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you, but we forgot to make a major point in the race portion. The fact that Donald Trump refused to call out white supremacists. He was asked point blank by Chris Wallace, and he asked...
Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Absolutely refused to call out white supremacists. He dodged it and said, well, I call out the quote, quote, proud boys. So you're not, he, he refused to denounce the Klan. He refused to denounce any other, the three percenters. He refused to denounce white supremacists in general. That should tell you everything you need to know right there, in my opinion. But, and then this is where all these people that are calling him racist have a leg to stand on. He does that. He says, you're going to lose the suburbs if the Democrats win. And Joe Biden, I thought he did a pretty good job calling him out because he said, you know, the suburbs are integrated. So good try. This isn't 1950. And that's what Joe Bi or, uh, Donald Trump is hearkening back to is the 50s before the suburbs, as he calls them, were integrated. They were still segregated. So what he's saying is if Democrats win, then black people will move into your neighborhood. But, God majority, forbid. but majority of suburbs are inter, inter, inter integrated. Yeah, integrated. Yeah, exactly. So he's just contradicting uh, Trump's point completely. And so it's just I thought it was very interesting or I thought it was very important. That's why I want to go back and make sure we yeah, get to know. Yeah. yeah. And I thought there were certain instances in the debate that were, I thought, turning points kind of good gut punches for Joe Biden. And that and the one about the chair. Those are two big ones that I saw. Joe, uh, for uh, Trump, I will say that the chair. So I will say that there was one that Trump managed to get in on Joe Biden, and that was dealing with the Supreme Court ju uh, justice. He uh, accused him of saying, well, the Democrats said that they'll pack the courts if they win and add more uh, justices, which I think, great. They legally can do that. It's been done multiple times throughout history, or uh, throughout American history. Didn't Trump say in, like, 1981? Well, happen? they moved, well, originally there was only, like, four or five justices when the Supreme Court was first founded, and then it was expanded in the 1800s, and then at some point it did get up to nine. I don't know verbatim when, but it's it, there's precedent to do it, and all that, it just has to pass Congress. So they can do it easily. So it's not like it's some crazy radical thing. So what, what's the thing that Joe... Joe Biden refused to acknowledge. He did refuse to answer it. He didn't answer it, which I thought that's that was kind of bad. That was a kick to the left, a kick against the left. Why, why would he not answer that? Though? No. I don't know. Because he hasn't said that whether he would be for or against it. Why does it matter? Why not? Why not just, it's something? a more liberal position, which it shouldn't. Even though, even though they approached Trump about his tax returns, like, why couldn't Joe Biden answer that question? You know? Yeah. 
I'm mean, not, you know what I mean? Just being fair here. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to be very, give both sides. I'm trying here. I'm really trying. He's trying please. It's killing me. It's killing me. But uh, it takes a sip. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, that was one that I really think was a good move for Trump. That just, oh, i got to take a sip saying that. God. No, Lee. Anywho, what were you wanting to move on to? Uh, dealing with the election fraud. Okay. And the whole mail-in ballot thing, I think they're just, I think that if you have an accessible way to vote, I don't think it should matter. That's the whole point of democracy is getting as many people to vote as possible. And like, and like you said, the, even if the U.S. military troops can do it. The U.S. military has sends in has, mail. Yes, that, has that's voted the only way they this, vote. by mail since the Civil War, and it's been perfectly fine for them. Why all of a sudden is it now going to be fraud, fraud, fraud? People are like, rain, shine, you should show up and vote. What good does that do whenever you should – if you have an easy access okay. to I, I, I counter that. I say, great, I agree, but the ability to show up and vote should be open for more than just election day. You're voting no matter what, so what does it matter? Exactly. You're still participating in voting. They should open it up weeks vote. ahead and allow people to come like a couple of times a week, not to vote multiple not times. That, man. Not, not, not to say to vote for multiple times. You know, Once you vote, your vote is done. You're done, but they should have multiple opportunities ahead of just election day. Yeah, I understand that, but what I'm asking you is that. Why does it matter if you vote online or if you vote in person? What the fuck does it matter? Like you're still expressing your you're using your right to vote. And this it, and everybody's like, well, it'll take weeks. We never know if it ever will. You know what? Before the age of technology, from the time our nation was first founded, it would take months before they found out who won the election. It took the, how long did it take the Bush and Gore one? Bush v. Gore. Uh, it had to go to the Supreme Court. It wasn't until shoot February or March. So, or no, people, January, January. And people me. weren't bitching about that. No. Well, people are angry, but they're not up like this. And literally, I cannot kid you enough, before, you know, from the end of the 1700s, our first couple of elections, to the late 1800s, it would take weeks to figure it out because they had to count all the ballots and then send it in via mail or stagecoach, stagecoach <laughs> you know, running. Patrick Henry came back to life, you know, yeah, yeah. Or telegraph. So I mean, and we you are think his nipples were puffy. Fucking puffy nipples, probably. <laughs> How puffy of nipples do you think Donald Trump has? Who has puffier nipples, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? I was gonna say Joe Biden has pepperoni nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump has the puffiest. But you know what, Joe Biden, he could bake his on a veiny. pizza. He could bake his on a pizza, man. Veiny. And all you gotta do is just add a little garlic butter, and you're straight. Hey. He did take a shot at Joe Biden, or Joe Biden did take a shot at Donald Trump, and it was very subliminal. They were talking about, you know, I think Donald Trump said something about, you got lucky with the election or whatever, and he got, and Joe Biden goes, oh, I'm getting lucky tonight. Oh. He, he's going to plow Jill. And you know what? And you know what, Donald, because he, he knows Donald Trump's not getting nothing. He's not getting you know, nothing. Especially now all this shit's opening up about the taxes. But anyway, go it's ahead. Kind of like somebody else, you know, that shut down. Just shut down. He gets so excited to no shrivels up. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anywho. So, 
so also they were of course jabbing at each, jabbing at each other the whole night about their records and stuff. Very slow jabs because they're both oldest. No, I, like I said, I picture Joe Biden. He's in very short, like Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa shorts, right? Mm-hmm. And he has on gloves that are just. Oh, hold so on! No, are, that's that's our big ender. We don't want we don't want to ruin it. That's our big conclusion. Oh yeah. Our yeah. our idea to solve all this. Yes, shit. and we'll you know what? We're gonna go ahead again. and claim this if that if it ever happened. We're, we're taking take credit. Yeah, we're, we're taking credit. We are taking credit, and we're gonna sue the ever loving shit out of whoever does this. So yep. FYI, we're gonna get Donald Trump's tax lawyers to sue you. We're getting money out of y'all, man. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> This is a golden idea. So I know. You know what? If we ever get so this set up, so you definitely have up, to stay tuned to the end of the what? show. And you know what? Please comment on if on who do you think would be the victor in this. Like we want to know your opinion of who you think has the puffiest nipples, and we'll wait till the end. We'll wait till the end. It, it, it'll be worth listening to. Go ahead. So, so what's our next topic? Their records. Okay, their records. What do you what what you want to? Discuss any of it first, or you want me to tackle it? I'll let you tackle this one head on because you're you're a, you're a little bit more familiar with in this area. For me, you know, he what I, what stuck out to me was Trump kept attacking Joe Biden. He said, 47 years you've been in office. Forty-seven years you've been well, in he office." He kept saying shit about his personal life whenever a personal yes. life has nothing to do with the election. He attacked his son for having a drug problem. Okay, so does millions of other Americans. And you know and what? Probably fucking family members you know. Yes, and if you wouldn't have gutted the Affordable Care Act and would have which pushed, you mentioned by the way, yeah, which you would have actually, you know, funded it and kept it going and not gutted it, then people could still get, or hey, in the war on drugs, and let people actually go into rehab instead of going to prison. Crazy concept. Anyway, um, yeah, he kept attacking the ACA or Obamacare. And Joe or Donald Trump was the one who got rid of the mandate, but I mean, at the end of the day, neither of them were for Medicare for all, so they're both failures in that aspect. But but that that is just one person's opinion. The fart the not the fart too, but the fart the old, too. The they're both farts. old farts, but yes. The fact that greasy old ones <laughs> that just spews out silent but deadly. <laughs> The creepers. No, it's it's enough to wear it like Donald Trump's is the, is the creeper, and Joe Biden's is the ninja. No, Joe Biden, he just lets it out. He he's the he sleeper. Can't hold it. He's he the sleeper. No, he can't, he can't hold it. He, he doesn't even notice. He doesn't even notice. <laughs> They're both so old. Donald Trump does it on purpose because he's a petty motherfucker. But Joe Biden, he just walks around oblivious. <laughs> he doesn't even realize he's so old. He's he like, do you ever not do that? Jill, come on now. We're in public. We've talked about this before. We've, talked, okay? we, we've had a big discussion about this, Jill. I thought we solved this. Come on now. And, and he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't realize that he's, you know. Shit in his pants. Or no, he doesn't even realize. He forgets that he's talking on a mic. <laughs> he's in the middle of a speech. He goes, damn it, Jill. Oh, sorry. That's a malarkey. Did I have some malarkey for lunch? Come on, God. This is what we've got. This is what we've got. It's It's. So depressing that it's comical. And why is it the fact that he denied? He said uh, Trump said I made millions of dollars in uh, 2016 and 17 instead of only paying whatever. It did show in the, in the New York Times that them making between 750 dollars for both 2016 and 17 on his tax returns. Yeah, he literally had no comeback. And then when it comes down to, they called him on his taxes. He he had no re- answer. He said, "Yeah, when I was 
a private citizen, yeah, I got out of paying taxes. And you know what? The people are going to believe are not going to believe him. And say, oh, he still pays his tax. He just said it on live and, air. He said, you know I what? don't pay my tax. He said, I didn't pay my taxes. And he just completely contradicted himself because he said, the claim is that he paid seven hundred fifty dollars. Or fact. And then he goes, he claims, well, I paid millions in taxes. So which one is it? Because you just claim that you're taking advantage in of that loophole. What type of taxes? Huh? In income taxes. Yeah, income he, taxes. He just said in taxes. He didn't say income taxes. What other taxes do you have? Home tax? Shit, man. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a so fly just, on the wall here. Uh oh. Uh oh. So they were doing different fact checks, and. Trump claimed that he is being supported by the sheriff in Portland, and it was disputed by the sheriff himself. He tweeted out and said in tonight's presidential debate, the president said the Portland sheriff supports him. As the Multnomah County sheriff, I have never supported Donald Trump and will never support him. So, wow, it's almost like Donald Trump once again made a random-ass claim with no evidence to back it up, and he gets called on it. Now, how many people will actually come out with that? Exactly. How many people, how many conservatives will come out with that? There's a law enforcement officer that's against him. You know what? You can come at Carlson. Fuck you, Tucker Carlson. Fuck come you. at me. Fuck you. I wish you would, I would love to have, get to have discussions with you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, shit. I, I mean, honestly, I would rate, what would you rate this whole debate at? Like, at, at, what would your letter grade be? For it was a hot mess inside of a dumpster fire. It was literally like for both candidates. It, overall, I'm gonna start out with overall. Overall, it was literally like a dumpster in the middle of Florida in the dead of summer in like that hot soupy no, mess. Hold no, on, hold no. on. It's, 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 no, 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 that's at least dry heat. I'm talking about wet, soggy heat. So soggier than your swamp ass in the summer. Like, it's horrible. <laughs> it's like that kind of heat in a dumpster with 30-year-old shit that's just sat in soup and then lighted on fire. That's what tonight's de debate was. Individually. Yeah, go, ahead give, go ahead and give the Don his grade. The Don? I, I mean, uh, and people, y'all can get mad at me, but it was a fucking F. Really? In my opinion. Yeah, come on, be realist. I didn't, okay, okay, okay. People are going to say in that. Okay, I will I will be liberal in my how about that? I will be liberal in my scoring of him. I'll give him a D minus. Because he did get the shot in on Biden with the Supreme Court. So put it on record. I'm not giving him an F. I'm giving a sixty point zero. No, I'm giving a fifty nine point nine. So yeah, fifty nine point five. It'll round up. <laughs> Still an F though, in my opinion. But anyway. It's, it's um, a D minus. <laughs> it's a D minus. Yeah, he got that one hit on Joe Biden. But otherwise, he was fucking annoying. He kept interrupting where you can't even have a civilized debate. He did not act like a president. I don't care if you're Donald Trump. I don't care if you're a Republican. Act like a president when you are up on stage. You're supposed to be exerting the energy and the characteristics of a leader. You looked like a child. No, it's called kindergartner. You looked like a kindergartner that got his crayon stolen from him to continue coloring your skin orange. But anyway... Go ahead. <laughs> and Justin, For Joe Biden, I would give him a B minus. Oh, come on. A B minus. He, wow. he made very valid points. He, he strayed off message. He was able to, you know, balance fighting back at Trump 
I'm dealing with his antics. And dealing with his antics and getting actual points across. And he would actually make points and back up his claims with evidence, which is the basic 101 to, you know, uh, winning an argument. But what about you? I personally, I think overall than individual. Trump, he was like, I'll, I'll go, a D. I'll go a C minus. C minus why? Seventy. Okay, why? He okay. Number one, he did take that shot at Joe Biden. I'm going to steal your thunder on that one. Mm -hmm. And number two, he acknowledged the fact he made valid points about the health care. About the price of insulin, how it was very expensive, and how you can, how they like other countries used to charge them double for what they were paying, and then he signed into law that one specific thing because it's the most expensive and it's the thing that most people need is. I will, I will, I will give you, I will give you that, but you know what? He is enacting a portion of Obamacare, which is government-controlled pricing. And not big drugs, pharma, right? And not big pharma. You know what that is right there? Socialism. He, did, he mentioned that was the very first thing he said tonight. Jesus. Shit. If I heard radical socialist and Joe Biden in the sentence one more time, I swear. It's bad, ain't it? Like, that is, you know, you want to disrespect Bernie, not even, you know, that, screwing that, him, not even know, screwing you know him out of two elections. That's how you know that Bernie Sanders will, ever, will forever live on in fucking American history. You know why? Because... The fact that he's not even a fucking presidential candidate, and he got mentioned tonight. He's not even the topic of debate. Mm -hmm. The topic of debate is between Donald Trump and fucking Joe Biden. And you know what? Bernie Sanders, old Bernie Sanders, Clinton, ass, and Obama got mentioned over and over. How? Why? They're, Are any the, of them currently president? And, All and of the shit. I will be fair. I will be fair and honest. Not Donald Trump and Joe Biden mentioned both. Yeah. From uh, from Obama and yeah, from well, that was he was the vice president. Yeah, so no, yes. I know that, but I'm saying like if you're you, you should be attacking the current president, not reflecting right. on the good things you did. Well, as he's a vice he president. was having to defend his record. I know, as I know, vice defending his record under Obama. Now, I will claim yes, Joe Biden claims a lot about Obama, like hey, that's my black friend. But um, in regards to Donald Trump, he's claiming all these bad things that will happen. If the Democrats take over, but all the things that he's describing is during his term. It's during his fucking term. But for people that are, that don't understand that, I think they need an, uh, maybe a one or two okay. examples. One of, or two examples on what they're okay. saying. All of these riots that they're talking about that's going on allegedly. Who's the president? It's not during Obama era. No, it's Donald J. Trump. What is what has he done about it? If he said he could solve it in a minute, law and order, man. Law and order. He said he could solve it. I mean, look at white, look at DC, man. He's straight up solved that shit. So how? They're still protesting now. No. They didn't dissolve. No, whatever that. Whenever they. So, like, as an example, in your honest opinion, if if it became bad enough, would you actually send in the national guard? Do you think that's just no point in doing that? If things become bad enough, there's certain. If it becomes to a certain level, then yeah, nobody ever said not to. But I thought you. But. Giving the fact that you want to defund the police and all those resources and, and things like that. That's not does that, does that does that relate in that topic of not at all. Of the fact that having a higher military presence to, that to just escalates up. the situation. If people are fucking pissed off at the police over an issue, what is adding more police officers gonna do? Is that gonna well, help the situation? situation? How? Tear gas and non Okay, force. so they they're still angry whenever they're running off and they just go somewhere else. 
So you've got a revolving door, a circle. Yeah, it's just a never-ending circle. Yes, instead of actually having negotiations and discussing across the aisle of what's the larger issue of why we're in this fucking situation to begin with. But that would involve using a brain. So anyway, um, what would you give Joe? I would give Joe, like you said, a B. Okay. And honestly, I think that he 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 came out. Like, old, old Joe came out in the. In he the did clutch. better than I thought. And to sum it up, I think that he had some shots at Donald, and he fucked up on his own. But the main reason why we want to talk to you is about our idea. Oh yes. Go ahead, Zach. You you came up with so, this. So I'm gonna let I you take it. I honestly think that. Please let us know that if we could ever have a presidential for charity, mind you, mm-hmm. for the victims of. COVID deaths, so the families. Yes. The, all the money Shout proceeds Joe, would go to this. A celebrity boxing match. Not even a presidential boxing match. Yes, between, a presidential boxing Between match. Sleepy Joe Biden and Twitter Fingers Trump and Code Orange Donald J. Trump. Yes. Please, please, America, make this happen. Like, the internet when I would tell you, the Dan, internet Dana would White, I'm going to go ahead and shout you out right now. Dana White, if you ever got this fight together, you would literally go down in history. They yeah. would have Mil- you talk about your highest selling UFC pay per view wouldn't be shipped to this. Conor, would, Ma- Conor McGregor w- would, couldn't even hold his jock strap. We would be able, the internet would break, and we would literally be able to finally decide if Who he really is? has puffy nipples and if he has pepperoni And we're going to see if Joe can really throw hands with the best of them, or we're going to just really see how good his cognitive abilities are. <laughs> well, he <laughs> wouldn't. He can dodge a punch. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. But seriously, people, if we could ever get this started, we would honestly take note on this today. We completely started this. A celebrity slash political boxing match. Exactly. So with that in mind, we uh, we hope you enjoyed this bonus and episode. let us know. Let us know what you think. Make sure to hit that like, subscribe, review, all the above. We want to know. We want to know your opinions on this. Who won? Who didn't? Who and did who well? Who the fuck would win between that boxing match? Who the fuck would win between... Joe Biden. Sleepy and Joe and Sleep- Code Orange. Those are great boxing nicknames, too. Code Orange and Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Holy, he's putting the opponent to sleep, and the other one is literally like napalm. It just engulfs him. <laughs> and if, he, if his punches don't get you, his hair will. His hair will like be a bow constrictor and wrap you up in the Suffocate you, and that's all she wrote. With that in mind, until our next debate and until our next episode, Zach, send us out. What is our motto? Keep changing perspective one episode at a time. All right, y'all have a great rest of your week. And, and make try, it fabulous. Make it fabulous and try and, you know, relax after this damn uh, debate. I swear. Light you up one or drink you a tall one and just for me. Maybe you, light you a big one. There you go. <laughs> light you up. A, what was the Austin one? Huh? What was the, the, the uh, we, we had a uh, Austin... The thing Willie Nelson uh, said that he and uh, oh he got lit up on the uh, White House. Yes, roof. what was it? What was it? Oh, smoke! Oh, damn it. A Austin torpedo. An Austin torpedo. Yes. <laughs> on that note, have a great week. Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms upscale dining in the grandest payouts now offering stay and play and all in packages including $50 free slot play 
VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929. At Arundel Mills, must be 21, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. 